Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. and comprehensive examination of the pre-September 11 FBI reflects an agency that must evolve and that must change if our mission, our priorities, our structure, our workforce, and our technologies are to revolve around the one central paramount premise of preventing the next attack. So who was that? That was who was that young firebrand? That was Robert Mueller, just not that many years ago. That's mm. what he sounded like Correct. when he used to testify in front of Congress. Yeah. I just thought that was interesting. I was surprised that nobody on any cable news channel played any of that. I just looked it up on YouTube, an old Robert Mueller before Congress uh, thing, and where he sounded like sounded and looked like a completely different human being. Right. Well, oh. yeah, the years have not been kind. But uh, how did nobody percent- know that? <clears throat> You're going to have to repeat that for me. The people that were so excited to bring him up there, how did they not know that? I think they were hoping against hope. He'd come up and have that one last Clint, East- Clint Eastwood-esque, he's still got it, and then he fades away into the sunset. <laughs> All right. 
I didn't want to dwell on that. I just thought it was interesting. So this and what the, was the question, sir? Who's dwelling? Nobody's dwelling. This in the New York Times by a guy named uh, Thomas Edsel. He writes a weekly weekly column on politics, and I thought this was damned interesting. The Democratic Party is actually three parties. And he breaks down what the three parties are, and I thought this was among the most shocking and interesting things mm. that exists in politics today. I do love to be shocked and interested. Uh, Democratic Party voters are split in its most progressive wing which is supportive of contentious policies on immigration, health care, and other issues, is in the context of the party's electorate disproportionately white. Then you got the middle group, which is somewhat liberal. Then you got the moderate wing, which is all about bread and butter concerns like taxes, jobs, health care, blah, blah, blah. That is majority non-white. Mm-hmm. The, the 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 part of the party that's driving this whole illegals get free health care, we shouldn't have a border, free college forever, is almost is hugely the white part. Right. The black and Hispanic part, the major the majority of that group is black and Hispanic. Um there no, that's crazy talk. Right. We don't think any of that makes sense. Right. Exactly. The and, and you know, you might say that they were hoping that government money would flow more toward them. But so so you're you're affluent. Oh, things are okay for me. My life is fine, but we need to give free health care to illegals and no longer have borders. Mm-hmm. What, what what I just find that stunning. That is not that politicians don't know that. Clearly, the politicians on stage do not know that. Hmm. The way they talk to Hispanic crowds and everything. I yes. talked about that earlier in the week. The biggest Hispanic organization in the country, their leader came out and said, boy, that was a real mistake for all those candidates to raise their hand for free health care for illegals. Hispanics think that's a terrible idea. Yeah. Rich white people think it's a good idea. I was going to say... How crazy is that? And this is not charitable, but I think it's pretty accurate. It is the pretentious intellectual white yep. Democrats yep. who are pitching that crap. And they've got a, they're being, it's, it's that whole soft bigotry thing. They've got this vision of Hispanics and blacks that the Hispanics and blacks don't have themselves. Right. And just how, how we need to help you and take care of you and all that sort of stuff. I've said that for the longest time. I find the paternalism of progressivism, progressivism absolutely disgusting. The idea that you people are so pathetic, you can't possibly make your way in life unless the pretentious white intellectual class takes care of you. Will, it's disgusting. Will the media, will the candidates, will the moderators who ask the questions catch on that that whole, uh, well, the stuff we just mentioned is for white people, not for Hispanics and blacks. It's virtue <laughs> so, signaling whites who want you to know I'm not one of those bad whites. I'm a I'm a enlightened progressive white. I love black people. I love Hispanic people. Black Hispanic illegals are my favorite people on earth, especially if they've committed a crime because then I can show how incredibly enlightened I am. And Hispanics don't go along with that. Don't think that. No. I I'm disappointed as as I said that the New York Times to the extent that they have is uh, caught on to all this. Yeah, I was better re- they remain remain blind. <laughs> I wish they hadn't caught on, but yeah. I think that is really interesting stuff. Not that surprising, I guess. So you're white, you're affluent, everything's going great in your life, and you've got these wildly crazy ideas about how the Hispanic community, which you don't obviously really know what the Hispanic community wants. Mm-hmm. You just are thinking you know. Because, well, I know what they should want. Right. How that That is so condescending. Yeah, I know. 
I know it. And the Hispanic community themselves say, no. Healthcare for illegals? No. Yeah. That's crazy. What are you talking about? Right. And I know plenty of black people who, who agree with me that the, the democratic, you're helpless, you need us approach to life is just poisonous, especially to young people. It's just, it's awful. Here's an intriguing notion, maybe, for Republicans and conservatives uh, listening. What if there were like a Bill Clinton-esque, and I'm not talking about, you know, he's a horn dog, but, you know, he's he's a moderate, he's a triangulator, he's a, a deal maker, and I don't know who it is. Old man Biden's washed up, so forget him. What if it turns out, just for instance, Kamala Harris uh, drops some of the idiotic, uh, you know, policies we've been talking about for the last two minutes. She drops that stuff and says, all right, listen, the way the way I'm going to get elected is I'm going to speak to the majority of Democrats and say, listen, this uh, Medicare for all is not going to happen. It's, it, it would be terrible. It'd be incredibly wasteful. Uh, we're going to enforce border laws. I mean, we're going to go with, again, the majority of Democratic voters and just be reasonable. And uh, free uh, insurance for legals is never going to happen. Come on now. So she's like, turns out to be a truly moderate Democrat who will talk sense to her own party and her own electorate. I tell you what, there's there's a bit of me that thinks, wow, if you could sober up the Democratic Party and pull them back from the brink of borderless communism, I, I, I would be excited about that. Well, it's happening because, uh, you know, these, the, all these articles in the New York Times, um, we're still 466 days out, so there's a long time to do uh, this. Wait, so. well, what? What? Pardon me? So let me read the. Another. Can that number be right? Somebody check his math. So let me read one more paragraph from this, and then. Uh, the three ideological groups favor different sets of policies. On the left, the very liberal voters, which are made up majority white, they stress the environment, protecting immigrants, abortion, and race gender issues. That's the mostly white part. Wow, okay. Of the Democratic Party. The uh, moderate to conservative part of the Democratic Party, which, by the way, is over 50% of the Democratic Party. Keep it in mind. That is the part that is majority non-white, and they're mostly concerned with job creation and lowering taxes. Oh, how do you like that? Oh, my goodness. How off track are all the candidates? And all the cable channels. And all the cable channels. And, and virtually every journalist in well, that's America. Because they're mostly they're mostly that group of white people. Pretentious white intellectuals. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How astounding is that? I know it. I know it. Uh, so uh, you've got a group of people that don't even represent the majority of the Democratic Party running the media leading a, a group of people that want to be president for the Democrats that right. are being misled right. by that first group into thinking this is what Democrats want. And they're just wrong. Right. They're just wrong. Well, and the other side of that coin is the media that portrays Republicans as lunatic racists and haters. When that could only, you know, apply to a tiny percentage of people. I, you know, I swear, we're, we've been in favor of, for some time now of unplugging the Internet. <laughs> I think perhaps we, uh, we cut the cable as well. No more cable news. And newspapers only by permission. Well, the there will be a is... committee approving newspapers, and I will head it up. I have volunteered. Yes, Positive Sean, producer? The younger the person you talk to, the least, the less relevant cable news is to them. Oh, yeah. You're but, good. Yeah. Reducing of course, they're in little uh, internet intellectual bubbles, which isn't much of an improvement. But Reduce, Reducing global warming just doesn't even really show up 
for that majority non-white group of moderate yeah. to conservative Democrats. Yeah. Just it's just not even on their radar. I mean, you might care, but you're trying to raise a family. You're trying to, to pay your bills. They are so. They also aren't thinking about abortion rights. Or the whole race gender thing and pronouns and all the different stuff. So you got Beto going around with his, you know, his little placard in front of him with his pronouns on it. Right. It's only appealing to educated, mostly white uh, Democrats who 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 run all of the news and all the the opinion pieces for the most right, part. Right. But you get how looking. The, at, I hate myself because I'm white. Crowd. Looking at the graph, it's just absolutely amazing. Then you get down to the moderate priorities. Which is mostly non-white, creating jobs and lowering taxes. Wow, isn't that something? Oh I, I, uh, boy, this is yet another example of how plugged-in electronic America has become. Uh, we're making ourselves crazy because it used to be people formed their perception of this country and, and their neighbors based on their neighbors' interactions. Church, civic groups, ball clubs, whatever, softball on Saturdays. You formed your opinions of America based on what you yourself observed, not what some appointed, anointed class of eggheads told you America is. And that was a healthier time. And Oh, oh so you want to return to racism. God, you people with your dumb arguments. No, of course not. We spent this the entire history of this country trying to perfect it, trying to live up to our ideals. It's a process that continues. But we didn't have that particular kind of psychosis back in the day of this wildly distorted idea of who we are as a country. Um, I'll hit you with one more number, and then we'll move on from this. Make um, it a good number. Almost three-quarters of the liberal, mostly white Democrats uh, want to protect immigrants. It's a 30-point drop when you get to the moderate conservative crowd, which is majority non-white. So the non-white crowd, yes, only 42% uh, say that is a high, uh, high priority, protecting immigrants. Whatever that means. I mean, I want to protect them from, like, dog attacks. Um, you know what it means. It's all yeah. the crap. It's the health care. It's the it's the not having ice around people. It's all that BS. Right. So for your uh, educated white crowd, oh, it's very important for people that actually are non-white. And, and often it's way in those down communities. The list. It's way down the list. Right. How crazy is that? that, that wow. That is so Interesting. I don't want the candidates to catch on. I want to. I want them to all raise their hand again on Tuesday and Wednesday night and say, "Yes, we should do away with ICE and borders and give free health care because there's no such thing as a human being that doesn't deserve health care." Keep saying that fanciful uniform unicorn crap that practically nobody thinks is a good idea. We need to raise taxes to bring down global warming and abolish ICE and give their budget to health care for illegals. The disappointing thing is that nobody was paying attention to that first debate. We're a year and a half out. There's plenty of time to get your act together if you're the Democratic Party. But wow. Wow, that was a that was several swings and misses that first time around. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah, but the video exists. Yes. Armstrong and Getty. going to talk about um, a number of things. We got the uh, various countries hacking into our elections and trying to ruin them, which stinks. Fern bastards. 
foreign bastards, Joe says. That's his commentary. So uh, I'm looking at this picture of uh, Nancy Pelosi and Sandy, uh, also known as AOC, uh, smiling there in front of the American flag in Nancy Pelosi's office as they've just uh, concluded their face-to-face meeting. And AOC has the glowing smile of the gal who got what she was looking for. And Nancy Pelosi has the tight, forced grimace slash grin of somebody forced to give up what the other person wanted. That picture says a lot. Oh, I'm telling you. Because AOC. I've I've been married to a woman. I had a mother. I had a sister. I raised two daughters. And I know when a woman's really happy and when she's smiling through her anger. AOC AOC did get what she wanted. You had to sit down and talk to me. You had no choice. There was too much political and public pressure for you to ignore me. And you had to talk to me, even though I'm a freshman congressman. And are they 50 years apart in age? 29 and 79, right? Is she 79? Well, it's so close. How old it might Nancy? as well be yeah, true. It's, even it's if close it's enough. Not. It's yeah. close to 50 years apart. Right. Wow. And the child is telling uh, the queen what to do so it's your and how to do it. And she's 79. 79. Yeah. They're 50 years apart. I'm telling you, I'm sorry you weren't a Game of Thrones freak like me and Positive Sean, because it is so the calculating young princess and the old queen. And uh, spoiler alert, uh, put your money on the old queen. <laughs> so we played that cool uh, jazzy music. That was from the soundtrack of the new Quentin Tarantino movie, which is called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, it debuted, uh, yeah, opening night last night. This is his ninth feature film. Uh, he's uh, it, He plays fast and loose with the numbers. He considers Kill Bill 1 and 2 one movie. Whatever. He's only whatever. trying to do 10 Stop movies. It. I don't know. Whatever. Enough. Um, but uh, the the most overwhelming thing to me, this is easily the best soundtrack of the last 20 years. Um, it is cool. it is fantastic. I, I was introduced to songs by people that I'm fans of that I didn't know existed. Tarantino has a real knack of finding old songs that were huge in the day, but have somehow just faded over time sure. and reintroducing them to new people. And are not included in that list of 200 or so utterly tired out classic rock tracks we've, that radio beats the hell out and of. And we've often talked about... In my what, opinion. What, there should be a moratorium on making new music until we've all listened to all the great old music that's out there. Because I still discover <laughs> stuff that, like... You know, it came out in 1985 or whatever, and I discovered it. This is fantastic. I didn't. I don't need anything new. This is great, and I just discovered it. Right. So anyway. Yeah. That that song, uh, the Vanilla Fudge cover of uh, who, Joe. Who was it originally? This sung is by? the Supremes, right? Uh, yeah. The Keep Me Hanging Keep me On. Hanging that's on. I. That's my new favorite song. I'm probably going to listen to that on loop for the next seven days. Uh, and that very much gets the stuck in the middle with you treatment, where that beautiful song is. Somebody over- gets their ear cut off. No, but it's the it's the background music for a uh, among Quentin Tarantino's more violent scenes that he's ever oh, that he's ever done. I don't want one of Quentin Tarantino's no, most violent scenes. No, so oh, if no, you hear that on no, and you're opposed to that sort of no, thing, that's when you can cover your no, eyes or go to the bathroom or whatever. No. Um, <laughs> but the, the the movie in itself was uh, it's. People who live in L.A. or have lived in L.A. I think will love this. It is a very romanticized version of or vision of the the city and all many touchstone historical landmarks that they go to. Um, it's it's based in the late '60s. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, a a struggling actor, uh, trying to recapture some of his his stardom. Brad Pitt plays his stunt double. They are friends. They live next door to the Polanskis and Sharon Tate, where oh, the no. Manson murders. Wait a so yeah. it is. There are historical accuracies throughout this movie, but it is not a truthful retelling of of the events of that night. Which I'm fine with. Um, uh, But really enjoyable. It doesn't have the things that I love most about 
Tarantino, the kind of rat-a-tat uh, uh, dialogue and, and give and take. There's no great speeches, but I, I really enjoyed it. Mar- right. Marshall's okay. got his news coming up, um, and uh, we'll get to a, a bunch of different things. God, I had a really good thing to tease, but I can't remember. You'll just have to take my word for it. Mm. It's good. It's so good. <laughs> So the uh, big Mueller report thing was seven and a half hours long. It was on practically every channel that existed, and it still only got 13 million people viewing it, which is a much smaller audience than you got for Kavanaugh, than smaller for Cohen. It's been going down, 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 uh, hearing by hearing. So, I'm sorry, Cohen was bigger than? Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah. Than Mueller? Wow. Y- yeah. Wow. And uh, the, the biggest one was the first one, I think, was Comey, whichever one was first. But it's just been going steadily down as I think people just think, you know, there's not as much. These aren't as jazzy as I was hoping. Or, yeah, true. Or, or whatever. <laughs> Robert Mueller agrees. Anyway, news now. In, in, a, in a country this big with all right. the news coverage it's gotten, it was available on every channel. 13 million is not very many. Well, and pitched, pitched for years as this is the man, this is the moment that will bring down Trump. You're going to have to repeat that for me. Uh, we'll bring down <laughs> Trump. I take your question. Whatever that means. Uh, news now with Marsha Phillips. Just a side note to all that. I think a lot of people have spent time, invested time, in, to watch these hearings, and then nothing happens afterwards. Nothing comes nothing out happens. of them. You say nothing, nothing happens? Nothing comes out of them. People talk. Oh, people talk. <laughs> anyway, we do, have, we do have an important report that's just been issued, bipartisan report from the Senate Intelligence Committee. That provides new evidence of Russia's determination to interfere in our 2016 presidential election. The new Intel report said the Russians likely attempted to find weaknesses in the voting systems of all 50 states, scanning the systems of at least 21 states as well. I'm surprised they didn't get in, just knowing how bad state governments probably are at protecting right, their computer right. systems. They can get into Equifax, but they can't get into whatever county? Right. Yeah, interesting. Uh, according to the report, the Russians stole or looked at the personal data of hundreds of thousands of voters from at least two states, including Illinois. Mm. The good news is the U.S. government and the states have improved. Land of Lincoln. They have improved their election security, but the chilling question is exactly why was Russia snooping around all those voting systems back in 2016? Were they laying the groundwork for next time? Well, uh, and uh, listen, I was going to point out, this is one of those fairly rare instances where we are talking about the election, because what Russia mostly wants to do is just tear at the coherence of our country and put us at each other's throats and make us cynical and and, uh, uh, people who believe nothing. And tear down yep. our institutions. <clears throat> so, um, in answer to your question, Jack, yeah, absolutely. They're going to probe and probe and probe and probe until they can do some serious damage. Right. There are also cautions about other players trying to influence U.S. elections. Iran and China. China. Two country- Iran. Two- China. Two countries who might want to undermine President Trump in the upcoming election. So there's the interesting part. Clearly, China and Iran both think whoever's president after Trump would go easier on us. Um, And they're probably right. On us or them? Go easier on them. 
I'm uh, I'm I'm speaking as China and Iran. Oh, they're, I see. They're yeah, probably you're thinking, assuming the role. They're probably thinking whoever's president after Trump will go easier on us. It'd be easier for me to follow if you could do like a hybrid Chinese Iranian accent. And I think they're probably right. Whoever's president. No, that just sounds like you still. Yeah, he's not even trying. Yeah, I know. Whoever's president won't have the guts to do this trade war thing with China. But anyway. Um, when China is trying to get whoever elected against Trump, right. my guess would be, having observed the political class for quite some time, they'll just <laughs> trade their comments. Right. All the things that they each said before, they will trade. Adam Schiff will put on a Confucius outfit and announce that the Chinese are merely trying to help with justice. Exactly. Got the smallest, thinnest neck I've ever seen. And Mitch McConnell or not, will become or, a crusader. Or just, or, or, the, or the, the Democrats all of a sudden won't be interested in uh, talking about this or investigating it. And the Republicans will be talking about, this is the biggest threat. You know, all that we sort must of have right? hearings. So, <laughs> bring <laughs> Mueller back. And that's, what a fine fellow. <laughs> that's what will happen. Yeah. Well, it turns out now that the governor's resigned... The woman set to replace Puerto Rico's next governor has been criticized for her reluctance to confront problems in the governor who's resigning. No, she wasn't tough enough on him. Maybe she wore blackface in the 70s. Yes. <laughs> anyway, the criticism is likely to complicate the Justice Secretary Wanda Vasquez's ability to complete Rosseo's term in the face of widespread public anger. I have heard more about Puerto Rican politics in the last six months than I, I need to. Am I supposed to care? I don't care. Yes. I just don't it's care. It's a territory, Jack. Keep the governor. Territory. Don't keep the governor. I don't care. <laughs> hey, you can now file a claim to take part. Be like one of those little towns in Indiana that has a dog for a governor. Isn't that what they're <laughs> mayor? Wouldn't that be jarring? Do they have dogs in Puerto Rico? Somebody check. You can now file a claim to take part in a settlement from the Equifax data breach of 2017. About 147 million people are due a portion, and uh, figuring out if you're one of them is easy. They've got yes. a website, EquifaxBreachSettlement.com. That is two class action lawsuits I believe I have something coming from. So, you probably have tonight, a, honey. You probably have a sweet dollar ninety eight coming oh, your way. Oh, oh I'm telling no. you. No, no, no. Those impacted could get $125 in cash or up to 10 years of free credit monitoring. $125 in cash. Anyway, once again, it's it's EquifaxBreachSettlement.com. Credit monitoring. That's made up. Yes. (laughs) And one final note. Filming has been wrapped for the upcoming Game of Thrones prequel pilot. HBO Hmm. programming uh, confirmed that the filming for the pilot... Starring Naomi Watts, finished recently in Northern Ireland. Sean, have you heard any rumors, any buzz about this? Well, there's this pilot. There, HBO is doing a bunch of spinoffs with the based in the world that Game of Thrones has existed in. One of the interesting things that George R. R. Martin did with this is he created <laughs> literal like tens of thousands of years of backstory and history and. Who built the wall and the long night, which was a, a winter that lasted years and years wow, and years. Right. And, uh, you know, Robert's Rebellion is, is kind of where uh, this one picks up afterwards. So there there are tons of little side quests and stories to mine uh, content from for HBO going How forward. well will it be done? That's the only question. They're Ideas th- are a dime a dozen. Execution is everything. They have, like the Naomi Watt, they have good right. stars in it, yeah. and they're throwing lots of money at it. So right. Well, that's a, that's a good sign. I, I'll bet HBO and all the rest of uh, that sort of uh, producer of content are studying the Marvel model just as hard as they can. All right, how do we, you know, have these things spiderweb out, no pun intended, 
um, and and grow these universes and right. franchises yeah. and keep Two the words, suckers coming. Joey's place or whatever the name was of when Joey from Friends went off and had his spinoff. Show. It's exactly <laughs> the same thing. Be. Yes, very similar. Shame, 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 shame. Oh, there you go. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Michael, never let the shame bell die. This is the tease I meant to do. I knew I had a good tease. This is a good tease. It's one of those deals where the tease might be better than the story, but it's a good tease. Don't say that out loud. Saudi Arabia's crown prince reportedly wants to build a $500 billion. That's a half a trillion, ladies and gentlemen. You got my attention. Wants to build a half a trillion dollar desert. Ice rink. (laughs) No. (laughs) Hot dog stand. Half a trillion dollar desert city with artificial rain. A glow-in-the-dark beach and yes. ro- and robot dinosaurs. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Oh, a glow-in-the-dark beach. Guess I'll take oh. my kids. Dinosaur then. show's over, kids, but wait for an hour and the glow-in-the-dark beach lights up. What part of the beach lights up? Literally the sand? Uh, more, that's what I would guess. I yeah. have more details for you on the coming up. So. Or do they have, like, glowing sharks that swim through the water? That'd oh, wow. be cool. If you got $500 billion in an imagination, I imagine you can make just about anything happen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've got a ski slope, right? In Saudi Arabia? They do. At least one. Hmm. Indoor ski slope. I mean, it's not much of a ski slope, but yeah. We do need to talk at some point more about the water bucket attacks on the cops in New York, because that's a that's that's just a cultural thing that bothers yeah. me quite a bit. Yep. Hey, one more example of how wildly uh, distorted a view we're getting of you know, what Democrats are and what they believe. Um, there's a, a vote to uh, boycott Israel, and it was just crushed. It's just crushed. Your Ilhan Omars and Rashida Tlaib uh, and others have spoken out about the boycott, divest, and sanctions movement. So the squad is on this, and they just got hammered. Nobody nobody agrees with the crap. It was 398 to 17. Really? Um. Yeah, uh, more details on that coming up. But um, and yeah. robot dinosaurs and glowing beaches. I mean, come on, take my could to Legoland. I'm going to take it to uh, the Saudi uh, Crown Princes or whatever he's going to call this thing. Fake Rainland. Fake Rainland. That's where I'm taking my kids. Have they thought about when the fake rain hits the robot dinosaurs and cause short circuits and they, you know, probably eat tourists? There's probably all kinds <laughs> of problems. Because it could happen. <laughs> And good luck suing in Saudi Arabia. Oh, boy. It's not not the United States. Oh, boy. (laughs) Armstrong and Getty. Finance records, Indiana Mayor Pete Buttigieg has spent $300,000 on private plane travel, while Bernie Sanders just asked Spirit Airlines if they have a punch card. Wow. I'm sorry. I just didn't know. I I was just reading about MSNBC's increasingly bitter feud with Bernie. I don't swing out that way much, um, but uh, yeah. Over what? They hate each other. A lot of NBC or MSNBC and NBC commentators are... Uh, they're not down with Bernie and they're engaging in saying he's like a creepy old man and anti-woman and stuff like that. And his campaign really? is lashing back and wow. they, they want to, younger, too. hipper progressives. So they're trying to tear yeah. him down. But poor Bernie. 
Uh-oh. He's looking at me. I'm looking at him. <laughs> Did we do that whole uh, glowing dinosaur thing? Or you what? want the whole thing? Sure. Yeah. Saudi Arabia's... Oh, we're going to talk to somebody coming up in a little bit about... Um, millennials, the, the few millennials that are paying attention to the whole national debt and saying, hey, wait a second, I'm going to get stuck with this bill. Yeah, it, it oh, should finally. be. It really should be an issue for millennials and, and whatever that next generation is. Uh, generation Z, Z, Z think, or yeah. something like that. It, those are, I, I will probably die before the bill comes really due and like, you know, there's crushing taxes. And, right. and, well, and, and oldsters vote, and so it will not, the hammer will not come down on oldsters when it finally comes down. But, probably. So I worry about it all the time and have railed about it on the air, and it, it, it's, it's probably not even going to happen to me. But I, I do care what the, the country's going to be like for my kids. And if you're younger, you're the one who's going to live in a completely different country because of our debt. Anyway, Saudi Arabia doesn't have to worry about debt. They pump out oil, and uh, they're run by some princes, and they get to spend money however the hell they want. Saudi Arabia's crown prince reportedly wants to build a half a trillion dollar desert city. A mega city, they call it, that will be known as the Neom Project. According to the Wall Street Journal, plans have been drawn up to furnish the city, which they say will be the size of the state of Massachusetts. What? With a variety of futuristic, in some cases, downright weird-sounding technologies. The Wall Street Journal reports uh, that three of the world's biggest consultancy firms that have built some of the biggest things in the world have been hired by MBS, Mohammed bin Salman, the guy, the increasingly strange-seeming gazillionaire that runs Saudi Arabia, uh, is behind this, and he's hired the best consulting firms in the world to do it. The proposed features uh, include flying taxis, a giant artificial moon that will be illuminated every evening. Okay, that's the scariest thing I've heard so far. That's straight out James Bond villain Because you stuff. can't count on the regular moon to always be available. I was going to say, we already got a moon, but <laughs> some days it's dark. Yeah, but there's, there's a really gigantic natural moon. But you'd have a blue super moon whenever you wanted it, if, you, if it's an artificial you're moon. with your phony moons. So what are they going to have, just a big old tower that they'll flip a light on at night? Cloud seeding technology to make artificial clouds and produce higher rainfall than naturally possible in the Saudi desert. That's yes. pretty interesting. And then yes. I, will, I will make a device to block out the sun. We're just going to inject chem- chemicals into clouds, and then that uh, chemistry water will fall on you. It sounds like he's trying to build. Oh, good luck. Try it's not so- to breathe. It sounds like he's trying to build a utopia, like yes. l- like <clears throat> literally, not culturally, like we do in politics in the United mm-hmm. States but literally physically build one, and culturally, a state-of-the-art security and surveillance system, which will use drone security cameras and facial recognition technology to track every citizen constantly in the name of safety. This, this right. giant city the size of Massachusetts will be perfectly safe all the time. Schools will be cla- uh, School classes will be taught by holographic teachers. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. I had, not, I had assumed that this was all just a playground, that it was to stimulate tourism. No, it sounds to me like he's trying to build utopia. He's literally trying wow. to build utopia. Okay, now I'm really, really interested. Uh, school classes will be taught by holographic teachers, and they'll have the leading education system on the planet. Now, this part just sounds like it's for fun. A Jurassic Park-like island filled with, robot- with robotic dinosaurs to entertain residents and visitors. Wouldn't it be cheaper to just hire guys to run around in dinosaur suits? A dining scene that includes the highest rate of Michelin-starred restaurants per inhabitant of any city in the world. Well, you can say you're going to do that, but... 
it's calling it a city, but it's the size of Massachusetts. So it's it's just a giant urban area. Which I guess is a city, but what's the square mileage of Massachusetts? Does anybody have any idea? And if you told and me, and how does it compare to like Los Angeles? And if, I you, mean, to, if you told me, would I be able to comprehend it? Yeah, if I, I know this completely off the top of my head. It's ten thousand five hundred sixty-five square miles exactly. <laughs> How's that? I didn't have to Google LA, that at all. Which is among the more sprawling cities. The Saudi government says the city will attract the world's greatest minds and best talents. L.A. is five hundred three square miles. So it's it's more it's practically a country. That he's talking about, but well, all okay. Urban, so, it but like. it's going to have like super entertainment as well. So there isn't a, certainly an element of a huge element of tourism. You know, if you're not hip to this, the Saudis they know the oil thing ain't going to last, and that's all they have. And if the oil dries up, they're going to have you know however many million people live there, uh, starving, poor, broke, and angry at their rich, fat overlords. And so they're absolutely desperate to get something other than oil going economically. And this sounds like a Huge gambit but why in that you, direction. But why, why do you have an education system? That would I think be... probably so your employees' kids can go to schools and stuff like that. It still sounds to me like a gigantic resort? Disneyland. Like a resort? I was thinking like Vegas. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a good parallel. It's a city that exists for entertainment, and the blackjack dealer's got to live somewhere. And the guy's running around in dinosaur suits. <laughs> you live in a trailer out in the side of the city, and out in the sand. Out in Pahrump. Exactly. You live in Pahrump. North Vegas. Gateway to regular Vegas. Um, I drove from Vegas to Pahrump just a couple of weeks ago, and I was thinking on this absolutely pristine highway that is way wider than it needs to be for the amount of traffic you're going to get going to Pahrump, Mm -hmm. and perfectly paved, I thought, that is a Harry Reid highway. That is the majority leader of the Senate got this highway built to his hometown, so when he flies right. into Vegas or whatever, he drives back and forth on this highway. Well, yeah, and he can claim, and uh, we've brought home $400 million in the last seven minutes alone to yeah. our home state. So this Harry ci- Reid, may his soul rot in Hades. The city will also have, um, uh, what was there? There's another one I came across here. Just, I liked, uh, robotic maids to do housework. Animal, you get to your hologram teachers and robot maids? And flying, robot dinosaurs. Flying cars? This is the Jetsons. Yeah. Flying cars, robot maids, yeah. And a beach featuring glow-in-the-dark sand, which I'm not exactly sure what the point of that. That just sounds like a novelty you don't need. Like a, It's no to save on tiki torch oil. <laughs> Because, again, the oil thing is drying up. So the Saudis are looking to the future. Now, that'll be that glow in the dark beach will be very Instagrammable. Oh, Oh, very good. Good call. Good call. The millennial comes through. You know, there's. uh, If if you're ever in a big (laughs) urban city or or a big city, rather, that was redundant, and you just see like a randomly a giant, like multicolor painted, beautiful wall. Yeah. That essentially exists for people to take Instagrams in front of and try to geo, you know, bookmark this as the the center of town or whatever. Getting back to the glowing beach, there seems to be an awful lot of chemistry that might not be good for you. Yeah, I was wondering how much. Between seeding the clouds and glowing beaches. How much cancer do I get from the glowing beach, fake moon, and everything else? Right. Right. Hologram teachers. MBS doesn't care about that. They'll just get a head transplant and, you know, move on. (laughs) You got the money. They actually have the money to do this if they wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. 
I think immortality would be miserable, but there are some things I would like to see unfold. What is Saudi? What is China like in a hundred years? Oh, I'd like to know that. But outside this city, they're riding camels and fighting a thousand-year-old war over their brand of Islam. Right. There is that contrast. I don't know how you deal with that part of it. You harness the power of those dinosaurs to <laughs> defeat your enemies. Armstrong and Getty. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey there, all you lovely listeners. Let's dive into this latest release that is going to suck the life out of you in the best way possible. So listen up, because the Womanizer Next 3D Pleasure Air Stimulator, available from Pink Cherry, takes pleasure to a whole new dimension, literally. Imagine taking the speed and intensity of the original groundbreaking Pleasure Air technology combined with new Climax Control, so you can control even the depth of the airwaves. The 3D Pleasure Air technology offers a deeper, richer sensation that might just transport you to another universe of pleasure. The Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry, is the only toy that allows you to take complete control of your orgasm journey with fully customizable speeds, intensities, and depths. Made from soft-touch silicone, a fully waterproof body, and smart silence technology, you can enjoy pleasure anywhere, anytime. So what are you waiting for? Ditch the doll and enjoy unparalleled pleasure from the Womanizer Next 3D, available from Pink Cherry. Visit PinkCherry.com and save an extra 20% off with code NEXT. 